Hi, this is Guardian Australia Reads. I'm Jane Lee. Every week, we ask Guardian Australia's editors what their favourite articles are, and then we read them aloud for you. Today, we tackle the final frontier and visit the place where space stations go to die. David Monk is Guardian Australia's deputy editor. David, tell me why space is the place. Uh, I commissioned this article because, as most people in the office know, I love stories which involve flying or space or something which um, takes you off ground, really. Uh, I also like stories which involve deep water, uh, underwater sort of stuff. You know, I used to do scuba diving and stuff like that. So I'm interested in, in sort of dark places, you know, space and underwater and stuff like that. So this story combined both of those things. So in my, in my sort of bingo chart of um, news stories, it gets all the numbers. Let's hear it. This is Thousands of Kilometres from Anywhere Lies Point Nemo, a watery grave where space stations go to die, by Tori Shepard. At the furthest point from any landmass on Earth and four kilometres under the sea lies the space cemetery. When their outer space journeys come to an end, old satellites, rocket parts and space stations are sent to this desolate spot in the Pacific Ocean to rest on the dark seabed forever. The technical name for this stretch of water is the Ocean Point of Inaccessibility because it lies more than 2,500 kilometres from any land. But it's more commonly known as the Space Cemetery, or Point Nemo, named for the fictional submarine captain in Jules Verne's 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. It's here that the International Space Station a football field-sized laboratory orbiting Earth, is likely to end up. Reports recently emerged of cracks in the space station, and while the fissures may not spell its imminent demise, the ISS is certainly in its twilight years. When spacecraft die, they become a danger to everything else in orbit. Space debris is rapidly clogging up space and at orbital speeds of up to 17,500 kilometres per hour, even tiny flecks of paint can cause serious damage to other spacecraft. According to NASA, there are thousands of bits of space junk out there. There's so much junk that we're worried one tiny collision could trigger a big chain reaction. This possibility is called the Kessler effect. The Kessler effect is the potential for the amount of debris in orbit to reach a critical mass where each collision creates more pieces of debris in a cascading way, to the point where the orbit is no longer usable. NASA says that to prevent such a disaster, anyone launching something into orbit these days has to have a plan to either send it into a graveyard orbit or send it back down to burn up in Earth's atmosphere. Very high satellites can be blasted further into space out of harm's way with the last of their fuel. That place is called the graveyard orbit. Closer satellites can be nudged out of orbit and the smaller ones will burn up entirely on re-entry. Those that don't burn can crash to Earth in an unplanned trajectory like the Skylab space station which hit Western Australia but it's generally preferable that instead of potentially careening into inhabited land, the debris is carefully guided to splash down at Point Nemo. 
As the European Space Agency explains, modelling is used to pick the point at which a craft will hit the upper atmosphere, and doing that at a calculated and steep angle ensures debris will fall within a certain zone. In 2001, the Russian space station Mir reached the end of its useful life. A cargo ship docked to the craft fired its engines to take Mir out of orbit and back to Earth. Parts burned up on re-entry, while up to 25 tonnes survived and plummeted to its watery grave at Point Nemo. Since then, Mir has been joined by defunct satellites, rocket parts and even an automated transfer vehicle that delivered cargo to the International Space Station. The spacecraft that have survived space and the fiery descent into Earth's atmosphere are hardy enough to resist the crushing pressure four kilometres under the sea. One day, in the not-too-distant future, the International Space Station is likely to join them. The ISS has been orbiting Earth since 1998, when Russia, the US, Canada, Japan and several European countries began the joint venture. It's been home to astronauts since 2000. Initially, it was only expected to last for 15 years. Now it's authorised to operate until at least 2024. But the ISS is showing its age. The space archaeologist Alice Gorman from Flinders University says the ISS has done well to last this long, but it is getting on. People involved would acknowledge that at some point it will come to an end, she says, but it has been planned for. One of the tricky things, Gorman says, is that the ISS is a beast of many parts. There are various modules where the six astronauts live and others that function as laboratories. There are solar arrays and robot arms on the outside. NASA says it is as big as an American football field, with bathrooms, a gymnasium and a big bay window. If they do have to separate some of the modules from each other, that's likely to create some debris, Gorman says. People will be watching that process. There's a keener sensibility about leaving stuff in orbit these days. As it enters the atmosphere, it will start to break up. One reason Point Nemo is a good place is that the debris footprint from the first bit to the last bit can be kilometres and kilometres long. But there will be fears. What if something goes wrong? What if they don't predict it accurately? Gorman says that by the time it comes screaming in through the atmosphere, all the volatile fuels have gone, and what survives to settle in the space cemetery will be safe materials, such as stainless steel, titanium alloys and ceramics. And she paints a peaceful ending to that hectic journey from outer space to the deep blue sea. We send it down to the bottom of the ocean, she says and like shipwrecks the world over, it becomes a habitat, a coral reef, a whole new life. That was Thousands of Kilometres from Anywhere Lies Point Nemo, a watery grave where space stations go to die, by Tori Shepherd. The reader was Tracy Bowden. To read the article, go to Guardian Australia's website. This episode was produced by Sophia Tariq, Alison Chan and Camilla Hannan. 
I'm Jane Lee. See you next time.